G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. History Makers with Matt Prater. Coming off of drugs, you're going to have emotional problems, but I kept chasing after God. And he's using this vehicle to bring people out of the dark into the light. And I went forward and I knelt at the front, and it, it was a radical conversion experience. And that's where the big change happened, and that's where we decided we're going to use our music for God, we're going to change our songs. When I was about 25-year-old, I was uh, busted and into jail, and it was there that I came to the Lord. History Makers with Matt Prater. Hi and welcome to History Makers, I'm Matt Prater Today we're chatting with my good buddy Luke Reifler He's the Head of Distance Education in New South Wales for the Australian Christian College And uh, we grew up in Coffs Harbour together, back in the good old days I'm going to hear a bit of Luke's story today Welcome along Luke, tell us your background, where were you born and raised? Uh, Thanks for having me Matt Uh, Well... As you just mentioned there, Coffs Harbour, that's uh, my old stomping ground, uh, just north of Coffs Harbour actually. I went to high school in Coffs Harbour and our church was in Coffs Harbour, but I lived on a farm with my family and their ministry centre called Sherwood Cliffs, uh, just north of Coffs Harbour. And uh, I've only moved away from there when I had to really, when it got to university. I moved away, but I loved growing up there. Now, I'm a big fan of Sherwood Cliffs, and I actually went and visited uh, Colin and Chantel recently, uh, who are running Sherwood Cliffs now, and, you know, with your parents are the founders. Uh, For those who don't know the whole story with Sherwood Cliffs, just give us a little snapshot of how it all began with uh, uh, your parents. Yeah, sure. Well, in the 1970s, my parents were uh, quite involved in... Aboriginal remote missions out in Western Australia and they really had a burden on their heart that they couldn't just keep helping people temporarily and then sharing the gospel with them and putting them back on the street and uh, having them struggle. Uh, They wanted to see transformation and God birthed within them both a a heart to create a, a farm where people in need could come and live and experience the love of God and be transformed and set free. So in the late 70s, they started Sherwood Cliffs as a Christian community ministering to drug and alcohol addicts. And uh, they continued to grow that ministry uh, up until the present day. And as he said there, my sister Chantal and her husband Colin, they champion the ministry there now. But there's still a number of our family members involved and uh, still seeing lives transformed and set free through the power of Jesus. Yeah, it's so good to see Colin and Chantel running it. I, I remember when I was youth pastor at Coffs Baptist Church, they were yeah. in the youth group and started dating. And, uh, you know, Colin had been in Sherwood Cliffs uh, going through the rehab program. And, uh, That's right. So it's a, it's a wonderful love story and it's a wonderful next generation story that, 
uh, you know, your parents have passed the baton to them to run it. And, and I know that they're always looking for volunteers, you know, whether it be builders, tradies, you know, sparkies, uh, anyone right, to come, yeah. you know, cleaners to go and help uh, do maintenance on the property. So anybody wants to search up Sherwood Cliffs, uh, or if anybody needs to send someone to rehab or looking for rehab themselves, search up Sherwood mm. Cliffs in Coffs Harbour. Uh, they're on Facebook and you can find their website. Uh, they have a great ministry. Now, let's get back to your story, mate. So you were raised in that environment, Christian parents, Christian school. Uh, was yeah. there a, a moment when you would say, yep, that's when I uh, came to faith, or did you just always believe? Well, I think I, I always believed because I was living there in that full-time faith ministry and seeing these desperate and broken people come in and and receive the love of Jesus and be healed. That was undeniable, the presence and the power of God. But the moment for me where it became personal was in high school, I used to go away from home, live in Coffs Harbour for the week and then come home on the weekends uh, because there was too much travel involved. So I missed out on going to youth groups and things like that because I was always on my way back to the farm. But there was one particular teacher that just saw into my heart, I think, into my need and an opportunity and recommended that I go to a camp called Chrysalis. And uh, it would have been maybe around year 10. And uh, it was at that camp where I really experienced the love of God personally and had that recognition of, yeah, wow, this God really did create the world and loves the world, but he loves me personally. And that shifted my relationship to um, become really personal. Yeah, I remember hearing about the Chrysalis camps when I was a teenager. Um, yeah. our, our mutual friend, Matthew Ham. Uh, his his dad uh, was Keith Ham. Uh, is, yeah. is, is Keith Ham was the pastor, the associate pastor at uh, Coff Baptist at the time. I remember Matt Ham went to a chrysalis camp, and he came back and he had this uh, big cross around his neck, and and he just had this big <laughs> smile on his face. Everything changed after that camp. Yeah, and, uh, I yeah. know a lot of adults go to an Emmaus Walk camp, which is kind of a similar kind of ministry. I think um, it is. Yeah, mm, just uh, and and chrysalis is when you grow from a grub to a butterfly. So is that what happened to you? <laughs> it is it is it's that that moment of transformation from that grub into realizing the full potential of, of a butterfly and uh, obviously it still takes time to mature in your faith and and really um, advance that but that was the moment where it all changed for me yeah awesome mate so tell us a bit more of your story after um high school where, where did you go and study yeah so Having grown up on the farm there, I actually never envisaged going to university. I uh, had in my heart that I, I really loved woodwork and that was what I was wanting to pursue. But I still just kept laying it all before God and said, you know me better than I know me. And if you lead me, I will follow. And I had some good mates at the time in high school and they encouraged me to put an uh, application in for university. And I thought, oh, you guys are all really smart. Um, you go off to uni, I'll, I'll make furniture. Um, but no doors were opening with apprenticeships or woodwork or anything like that. And I, I did put my uni choices in. I had 
pretty diverse uh, variety of, of choices uh, that I just randomly put in. And I said, God, you choose. You, wherever I get into, I will follow. And I got accepted into Southern Cross University up at Lismore uh, for primary school teaching. And I thought, well, I do love kids. They're always so uh, full of wonderful perspective and joy and I'd love to do that. I never really had that passion to I want to become a teacher like some people do. Uh, but I followed there because I knew that's where God was opening the doors. And a few years later, I finished that and moved to Sydney. I've been down here ever since. So let's uh, right. let's talk about your time in Sydney. Um, I understand uh, you worked as a children's pastor for a number of years as well. Tell us about that. Uh, I did. So that also came as a bit of, a bit of a surprise. Um, when I first moved to Sydney, I was all fired up to um, teach in public schools, to be salt and light and be a witness. And uh, where did God take me? Into a Christian school. <laughs> uh, with my, uh, or our, when we went to high school together, our principal, Mr. Wayne Parks, uh, he'd started a school down in Sydney and he um, heard that I was available and qualified and I went straight into seven years there at Mount Annan Christian College and uh, it was during the end of my time there where I was having this real desire in my heart to explore the foundations of my faith and Bible College was a place I was really skeptical about because over the years at Sherwood Cliffs in ministry there, sometimes there were Bible college students that came through that were quite uh, self-righteous and I didn't want to be like that, but I felt God calling me to Bible college and I once again surrendered and said, okay, God, if this is where you're leading. Uh, so I really enjoyed my time at at Bible College, I stepped away from teaching for a while. And while I was doing that, my church um, invited me to take a maternity leave position as kids pastor. And I thought, okay, I can do that part-time while I'm studying. And uh, that turned into seven years of being kids pastor at Dayspring Church in Sydney. And I really loved that time as well, being able to use my teaching experience and the passion for the gospel and working with kids. It sort of all came together really beautifully. Um, and uh, there was a point there uh, towards my end of my time at Dayspring working on staff where my own eldest son, he was finding it difficult in a high school, public high school, We'd always had our kids in public schools uh, to intentionally be part of the culture that we live in and to bring salt and light. But he was finding it really hard in those early years of high school. And we recognized that he needed a change. And I looked on a map and I knew about a lot of Christian schools because I'd taught as a casual teacher in a number of different Christian schools around that northwest Sydney 
Um, but I thought I'll have a look on the map and see which is a reasonably close Christian school to where we live and found this little one called Australian Christian College tucked away at, at the back of Marsden Park and I had never heard of it. None of the kids from my church where I was kids pastor, none of the families went there. I'd never heard of it. But I booked in a principal tour, um, went and had a look, and God just opened an opportunity there for for me to go and work. So that's that's where I am now. Now, Australian Christian College uh, has a lot of students around Australia. Tell us what it looks like. Yeah, so that was the surprising thing. I'd never heard of it, but now working in there, um, we have a network of schools across Australia. Uh, there's 12 actual schools, face-to-face regular schools, and four of those have distance education. So although there's about 6,000 students across the nation in ACC schools, about 3,000 of those are in distance education, which means it gives families the opportunity to do the schooling at home uh, and all of the material and the professional teaching is provided by the school. So it's a little bit different to homeschooling where the parents are left to their own uh, inventiveness to try to create the lessons and do everything. These students are actually enrolled with our school and we provide everything for them in New South Wales, Queensland, Tasmania and Western Australia and maybe soon Victoria. So the reason it resonated with me is because all of my primary school years at Sherwood Cliffs growing up, I did distance education myself. Uh, So on the farm, knowing what that feeling was of having my school teacher very far away and sending me work and I'm being supervised while I do it and then I send it back. So it was a really God opportunity that he opened that place for me to come to Australian Christian College and and do what I love with a passion and uh, help other families in a similar situation to what I was when I was a kid. Well, it's a wonderful story of a uh, country boy from Coffs Harbour. Um, now working in the big smoke in Sydney and uh, right, yeah. impacting people all across the nation uh, with uh, Christian schooling. And I also just wanted to, before we wrap up, I'm curious to know, uh, there's a note here that says that you met your wife, Roz, on a mission trip. Tell us about that mission trip. <laughs> I did. So country boy off at university in Lismore. I had a couple of years of just bunkering down and, and studying But one thing that really annoyed me was it seemed like such a waste of time for a four-year university degree to have almost three months holiday every year. So by the time I got halfway through my degree, I discovered there was a Christian club, student club on campus, and they offered short-term mission trips over the the summer break. So I signed up for one of those to go to Southeast Asia and I thought, wow, this is fantastic. I'm going to get to use my holiday time for the, for the benefit of others, for the gospel. And I thought I get to experience another culture, meet some people from another nation, another language. 
And uh, funnily enough, I went to Sydney just prior to flying out and met the rest of my mission team. And out of, I don't know, there might be a dozen of us, half of them were Australian-born Chinese. So that was culture shock for me already. I thought I was going overseas to meet um, people from another culture, another language, but half of my team were from an Asian background. Uh, And one of those, uh, as time went on, turned out to be my girlfriend and fiancé and then wife. Well, there you go, mate. You never know what's going to happen on a mission trip. That's fantastic. Uh, Never, never know, no. (laughs) Well, it's uh, been so good to catch up with you again, Luke, after uh, growing up in Coffs Harbour together and, um, you know, just uh, so exciting to hear how God's using you in your ministry with Australian Christian College. If people want to find out more about Australian Christian College, they can go to acc.edu.au and uh, search up Australian Christian College. And if also people want to search up Sherwood Cliffs Drug Rehab in Coffs, where Luke grew up with his parents. Yeah. Uh, search it up on uh, online as well. A great ministry. Uh, it's awesome to catch up with you, Luke. I reckon you're a history maker. Thanks for joining us. Thanks so much, Matt. All the best. If you'd like to hear this conversation again, listen online anytime at historymakersradio.com. You'll also find links to all of our social media channels and you can subscribe to our iTunes podcast. History Makers is a faith-based ministry and we want to thank everyone for their generous support. If you've got a suggestion of anyone we should interview, send us an email, info at historymakersradio.com. God bless. I'm Matt Prater and my challenge to you now is to go and make history. Matt Prater's latest book is now available. History Makers, devotions, downloads and dad jokes. It will take you on a journey through God's Word and will hopefully give a few laughs along the way. It's just $15 plus postage. Order now at historymakersradio.com. Discounts available for bulk orders. The heart behind this book is to challenge people to get into the habit of daily devotions with Jesus. Find out more at historymakersradio.com. Station sponsored. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.